Welcome, everyone, to the comic multiverse where the worlds of nerd meet. And, Matt, it's a very special episode. I mean, all of our episodes are special, but this one especially, because I didn't think this one was going to happen. In fact, I pretty <laughs> much reserved myself to the knowledge of, like, ah, goddammit, I'm not going to be able to see Spider-Man in time to do a show, and it's friggin' Christmas, and I still got more gifts to get, and just, ah, goddammit, I guess I'll just have to wait and see. And, uh, oh boy, you know, the people who did see it, we were just talking about this before we started, did they ever get in right under the gun there? Because obviously Omicron's being a thing, the the yep. shitty threequel to COVID is running <laughs> amok, and a lot of theaters, even my shitty small town theaters, like, okay, time to pull back how many people can actually be in here now, which is obviously good, but, you know, not good if you're trying to see something quickly for work. <laughs> yeah, it, it, uh, that's hitting everyone kind of fast and hard, and yeah, Spider-Man and like a couple of other movies just just got in just before they all these uh, theaters and stuff started closing down or uh, reducing the number of people that could come yeah, in and masks and all that sort of stuff yeah it's going to be really interesting what the next couple months are going to hold because i knew it was serious when saturday night live was like oh, okay we got to send the live audience home to protect precious baby paul rudd and we can only have half the cast here and none of the <laughs> band and i'm like oh shit you know new york live performance capital of the world it really must be serious but oh yeah the the studios didn't get that note we got spider-man we got nightmare alley we got the kingsman which is like been left over from last year and was only now well, coming out it was meant to come out two years ago <laughs> I know. Fucking that movie is so goddamn cursed. <laughs> Looks good. Yeah. But but yeah, it's coming out next to like a Spider-Man film. <laughs> yeah, for real. Again, another Del Toro movie, freaking Steven Spielberg doing a musical and everything. And just, yeah, I, I guess everyone made their choice and they all made the choice to see Spider-Man before they could maybe not see movies again. Get yeah. get ready for these to come to streaming maybe sooner than we thought. Yeah, well, I know you're uh, I, I'm wondering if Spider-Man actually falls into that deal Disney had where it's like they oh, all their movies yeah. have like, f like 45, 50 day theatrical right. releases before going to Disney+. Plus. I don't think it would because it's not... Uh, it's like a Sony film, technically. Yeah, there's there's some Sony fuckery going on there. You're right. Even at the end of the movie, they're like, hey, and thank you, Sony. Yeah, thank you, Avi Arad. For all, oh, yeah, well, Avi Arad got a really big thank you in this one, didn't he? <laughs> Dan Slott got one, too, which was nice. And uh, what is it, Straczynski and a bunch of other mm -hmm. people whose comics they actually adapted, which is always really good to see. Yeah. Can't say they didn't uh, give their thank you. So, uh, yes, everyone, this is the big spoiler cast for Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, we're going to be talking about the movie. We're going to be picking it apart there. So if you haven't seen it yet or you just don't care, this is your chance to back out now uh, because this is the point of no return. But before we go there, hey, I, I got to take all these opportunities I can. Thank you to our wonderful sponsors who have had the comic multiverses back all throughout the month of December. I'm, of course, talking about Esker Stealth Wallets. Uh, they've actually... Uh, what is it extended uh delivery time so if you're still looking for a gift you know for your father for your older brother for you know your hip business mom <laughs> on the go there and you want to give them the gift of a stealth wallet that won't take up a lot of room uh in their pocket you can use our promo code down in the description and you will get an awesome awesome discount on that our gift to you it helps you out it helps us out and also hey don't forget manscaped either use the cape joel promo code and you can not only get the most amazing razors to take care of all your hair down there but also they got lifestyle products too they got everything now they got shampoo they got conditioners they got uh, goddamn scissors and tweezers oh and yeah nail clippers and all sorts of stuff 
the best carrying case I have ever owned. Mm -hmm. God willing, one day when I travel, I will be able to use that thing again, and I really hope to. Yeah. Yeah. So with that out of the way, we can hop into the movie proper here. And uh, wow, so this one wasted absolutely zero time getting started, didn't it? It Yeah, it, it started uh, straight when not Far From Home left off. Like literally, mm -hmm. same frame. Yeah, I, I assumed that we were going to, you know, like maybe jump forward in time a little bit or maybe, you know, we were going to see them in a different place in their lives. But no, it takes place literally seconds after uh, the mm -hmm. last movie ended. Yep. And basically hits the ground running and does not stop. Nope. Nope. You can... One of the things that you certainly cannot complain about this movie is that it was slow paced. I would call the pace of this breakneck. Yeah, breakneck, but it never felt like it. Either. No, like, no. Like sometimes when it, when a movie does that, it feels like they're just barreling through everything just to get through it all, to get to like the big action scenes and stuff. But that never felt like that here. No, and a lot happens in this movie. They cover a ton of ground, a ton of characters, both old and new, and yet no one I felt really seemed underserved at all. If anything, I think this movie is a masterclass in how to use time, mm -hmm. right, to tell your story. Mm -hmm. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so it's the fallout of uh, Far From Home. Peter's identity has been outed to the world thanks to that dastardly J. Jonah Jameson who was actually in a fair amount of the movie. He kind of, like, mm -hmm. undercuts the whole thing. Yeah, they they really sell him as the uh, the Alex Jones of this universe. Oh, he's, yes. He's not only got the show, he's got, like, the health supplements that he's mm -hmm. shilling on his show and everything. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, the second he's like, and now we're gonna take this minute to talk about uh, Daily Bugle brand supplements. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Is he, is he going to say he lost a bunch of weight and here's the before and after <laughs> picture of Jameson and he's just redder with a different belt? <laughs> I really assumed that was going to happen at some point. <laughs> also, too, a nice bit of background character development. Uh, Betty Brant is working for him now. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. They, they did a whole thing with uh, her character with their uh, with the, uh, the, the Daily uh, Bugle um, TikTok account. Oh, did they really? I missed yeah. that one because I'm not on TikTok because I'm an old man. Yeah, she she did like interviews with like uh like side characters like Flash Thompson and all that sort of stuff. Oh, that's fun and also very very comic accurate mm -hmm. as well that they would choose to do. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's working at the what is it the not quite Alex Jones channel because she worked at the paper back in the day. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I like this too because you know obviously it's uh you know with his identity outed. You got to ask yourself, well, geez, you know, surely, you know, villains and bad guys from all over the world must be coming now to try and kill Spider-Man. That eventually happens, but it's not the biggest problem right away. They do an interesting modern day spin on it. They do. Yeah. The thing is, is that, you know, with his identity outed, the media is constantly up his ass. And also people are split about Spider-Man and what mm -hmm. happened with Mysterio because Mysterio sold himself as a hero in the last movie. So you got Mysterio stands versus Spider-Man stands. Yeah, you got the whole uh, fake news thing, obviously, with uh, Jameson sort of fueling that mm -hmm. that uh, the fake news and people buying into it. Because, yeah, Mysterio sold himself as a hero and yep. people don't know a lot about spider-man uh, other than the fact that he took part he might they might know he took uh part in that battle on the airport maybe no, no, no. they don't know a yeah. lot about him so he's kind of like untrustworthy 
because he's one of the only heroes in this entire, you know, series of MCU films that actually has an identity worth protecting, you mm -hmm. know, where everyone else is out there. And they play with it in a number of really fascinating ways. I think the best part is that the final straw for Peter isn't that something bad is happening in his life or that his life is becoming overly complicated and messy. The real, you know, break the camel's back moment is how it's messing up the rest of his friends' lives because Ned and MJ are all trying to apply for MIT now, and even just because they know Spider-Man, they're getting punished now because they, of it. They're getting blacklisted. Yeah, it's, it's a very, like, Spider-Man Peter Parker thing. Mm. Like, like something would happen to his friends, and he, he doesn't care that it's happening to him. He cares that it's happening to these people he loves. Yeah, absolutely. My personal life is the real battle. The superhero stuff is just something else I do. Mm -hmm. Oh, we got some chat, uh, super chats right here. Cowboy. Uh, hey, Matt and Joel, can Marvel recapture the nostalgia of Iron Man, Avengers, Captain America? Spider-Man arguably can't carry the MCU alone. I think he can. I think he can, I think but I think they will recapture that with some of the new newer heroes coming in. And yeah. we've got, like, the Fantastic Four and the X-Men and everything. True. So. So yeah, I think I, I think it's safe to say it'll be fine. I mean, my argument too is like, do you have to recapture that, or do you, they want to keep moving in new and different directions? Yeah, do you want to do you want to do the next thing? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there will come a point where they will eventually want to chase their own bit of nostalgia. Maybe that <laughs> means bringing back Chris Evans or Robert Downey Jr. for one more. I don't know. If they do, it has to be for the uh, uh, Secret Wars film. Mm, there you go. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Thanura Ravindra. I hope I said that right. Helping us out. Uh, Omni Man should be the logo and mascot for the Daily Bugle. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking good. I like that. Hey, internet fist bump for you. Uh, comic re or cosmic reader also happened else. So the ending kind of confused me. Spider Man going to be the kind of MCU adjacent, or will Spider-Man stay relevant to the MCU? I still want to see him team up with heroes, just keeping his identity a secret. We'll talk about that more as we get there, because I have some ideas, and I'm sure Matt has some ideas too, but obviously that's the biggest you know, question we're left with at the end of this. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to it when we get there. So yeah, Spider-Man, again, in trying to help his friends, which I think is such a beautiful twist on all the times he's tried to do something like this in the comics where it feels like he came from a very selfish place like mm -hmm. at the end of the civil war comic oh no i outed myself for shock value and a stupid you know writing reason how the hell do i get out of here i yeah. know magic will help me yeah yeah magic and nothing bad will happen with that no he, here he thankfully does it for very unselfish reasons and it means that Doctor Strange and Wong get to have a fairly beefy, you know, uh, kind of C-plot in the movie. Again, yes, yeah, setting up uh, Strange as sort of like, uh, I guess you'd say like the Iron Man or Captain America of this new phase where he's sort of like yeah. the hero help shepherding. He's going to be in like multiple films. Gonna Elder be like, statesman. Yeah, shepherding all these younger heroes and sort of sorting everything out when it comes to the multiverse and the universe and stuff. And, uh, and when he can't come, we'll be sure to send Wong, yeah. who, surprise, surprise, actually <laughs> is the Sorcerer Supreme now. Yeah. Hey, got it on a technicality. <laughs> I, I fucking love that. I think that's so cool that Wong got to become Sorcerer Supreme while he was away. You, you know what that does as well? It makes his role in Shang-Chi that much more hilarious. Yes, it does. It <laughs> really does. This guy's the Sorcerer Supreme. And also that Wong is like, you know what? I want no part of this madness. I peace out. Yeah, I'm taking my leg and going to somewhere better i'm, I'm yep. going away i'm going to go hang with shang chi in san francisco <laughs> yeah really you you or go to that fight club that i hang yeah. out sometimes yeah, yeah. 
where me and the Abomination are doing like wrestling angles. <laughs> Friggin' peace out, man. And uh, yeah, so again, apparently this spell is actually quite common in the world of magic. Wiping people's memories are no problem when you're someone like uh, Doctor Strange. The problem is, is that Peter is so indecisive, he keeps wanting to change the damn spell. Yeah, so, and it keeps uh, interrupting Strange, and he loses uh, control over the spell, and it explodes over the entire world and universe and multiverse. It becomes corrupted, which I'm like, oh, that's an interesting take on it. Like, magic is a system that can become corrupted. I kind of like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he has to seal it away in a special uh, cube sort of thing to, like, make sure it doesn't explode and destroy the entire multiverse. Because uh, we need a thing to fight over in the third act, mm-hmm. because that's kind of how these work. <laughs> and apparently the idea is, is that uh, because of this spell, it is bringing in from the multiverse everyone else who has ever known peter parker's identity starting with the supervillains from the other movies of course yeah it did the opposite of what peter wanted and now everyone who knows he's spider-man is coming and again in a clever bit of writing we were sure to grab these villains from different points in their own stories to make their motivations make more sense yeah so the first one we see obviously is doc ock who uh as we find out he is captured just from the point just before he takes control of his arms again from uh his peter when the when that uh device that he was making that sun device was about to go nuclear he is sure to bring up several times the power of the sun in the palm (laughs) of my hand i'm like ah yes we we got all the fucking quotes in this one we got all the memes we got everything i i am genuinely shocked that it wasn't enough that they just brought these characters back but they also had a shocking amount of reverence and Mm -hmm. respect for the movies yeah yep that blew me away i assume that this is like you know more sony meddling bullshit like you have to put these in there i assume they were gonna be like fine we'll do it but you know we'll do it under duress and we'll be sure to make a lot of fun of it they do have some fun but by and large they take all the other characters very seriously Mm -hmm. very seriously yeah even the amazing spider-man cast who i would say is prime for mocking because those (laughs) movies made no goddamn sense no yeah they're terrible films (laughs) They, they they do they do kind of play fast and loose with it later when we get our version of you know with great power comes great responsibility and andrew garfield spider-man is like oh yes my uncle told me that one time too no he didn't fucking do that that didn't happen at all i lost my uncle i'm like yeah you lost him in a really convoluted scene that tried to be different from the other guys you it's like oh i lost my girlfriend though that was the really important one and you lost your parents too but maybe your dad wasn't dead according to scripts yeah no wonder they didn't make a third one yeah, of yours yeah. And maybe he was a secret agent who actually like genetically engineered you as a baby to be a spider-man we don't know (laughs) let's let's not get into the weeds in any of that look how charming andrew garfield is and to his credit he did kind of win me over by the end when he's the spider-man who says i love you guys i'm like that's nice actually (laughs) it is pretty good that's nice that andrew garfield's whole presence in this movie is basically him saying look i i can hang in the mcu though like look i can be anyone i i i know what you guys are doing i know the general vibe i i I can do it look what happens when i get written by competent writers yeah really see look i didn't suck my franchise sucked (laughs) i was a good spider-man or at least i could have been a good spider-man under the right circumstances (laughs) and this is kind of my redemption and that's another crazy thing about this movie too they really do just not want to finish the arc for Tom Holland and these Spider-Man movies. 
they finish arcs and unfinished storylines from the other Spider-Man movies, which is just insane. It's yeah, it, it pays off all of those other films. Well, as well, it's, I'm glad you brought up that stuff with Tom Holland because this movie makes it clear that these three films of his are his origin. Yeah. And now at the end of the film, he's the Spider-Man that we know. He's free from yes. all his baggage. He's free from all the baggage and ready to do something else. It's probably one of the best executed like hit the cosmic reset switch it, i've ever seen it 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 reminded it's it's the most comic booky thing to do in a comic yes. book film that no one has really done before in comic books which is like so you look at the this is like like a run where like john watts is the writer yeah. and he comes in and he shakes yeah, things yeah. up with the iron man influence and then his time is over so he puts everything back in the toy box when he leaves so it's fresh that is so well said, Matt, and you're 100% right. This, yeah, this feels like an end of a run and a writer trying to put everything back <laughs> is what this feels mm -hmm. like. And again, so many of the choices in this feel so comic book, and I will get to some of the other very comic book choices after I read the Super Chat. Thanura uh, helping us out again. Andrew should be MCU's Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider. Yeah, if they ever eventually get to that, I wouldn't hate that, that they cast That'd be pretty good. Or let Tom Holland play double duty, let him play his own clone. Mm-hmm. Let him play two characters. Uh, the Captain Coon helping us out. The reason they gave for the villain showing up doesn't work because Electro didn't know Peter is Spider-Man and Spidey doesn't exist in Venom's universe. Eh, they're variants. Yeah. That's what I chopped it. They're not exactly from there. They're variants, whatever. And again, ma I mean, maybe there's something with them coming over that made them know that Peter is Spider-Man or yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, also... Also, technically, the lizard did get cured yeah. and was redeemed at the end. What did doesn't whatever. Well, they make a point <laughs> to say that that like he's already been cured once. Yeah, it's 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 a whole thing that didn't bother me. Again, it's comic book weirdness is what I chopped that up to. Like, look again, it's not going to one hundred percent, you know, match up. The the shit that was important to the movie and that is Peter's whole arc throughout this. That's the stuff that mattered and that's the stuff that worked. Yeah. Uh, another moment, too, that felt like a total straight-up comic book moment, the the worst-kept secret in all of Hollywood, Daredevil's cameo. Yeah, and it, it was it was such a great scene. I'm glad it was only one scene as well. Same. It's all it needed to be. He's there for three seconds, shows that he has some powers, helps Peter out, and then is gone. Yeah, and I imagine he'll show up somewhere, probably show up in that She-Hulk film. I mean, we had Kingpin this week as well. Yes, we in, did, uh, man. Hawkeye. Man, can we talk about that? The fucking excellent timing for oh, they, that. They like, time that exact. They time that on purpose. It's like they're really good at this, Disney Marvel. <laughs> it's like this is why they've dominated all of pop culture for almost two decades now. Yeah, they, they, they knew what they were doing. It's like when you see shit like that that's so perfectly timed and executed. It's like you know what? Maybe maybe you should continue to dominate pop culture for another decade. <laughs> all all hail the mouse. You know what? <laughs> you done did the thing. Uh, so yeah, D Daredevil showing up is super cool. Again, small cameo, doesn't take over the movie, and also won't really matter because he won't even remember he met Peter Parker after this. Yeah, w which is something I, d I don't like. Like I, I kind of wish he did know, but like I kind of do like that. He will still know who Spider-Man is, though. Yeah. So, we, I mean, we could see him team up sometime later. Again, we can have the... This was him forgetting meeting Peter Parker, but he'll remember Spider-Man. Maybe he doesn't... He can't because he's technically blind, so he never technically saw Peter oh. Parker. <laughs> Get really complicated with, like, the rules oh, yeah. of it. <laughs> really get in the weeds about it. Like, I remember your scent. You know, scent memory is different than eye memory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's totally different, you see. <laughs> Again, you can create bullshit like Daredevil all day. I mean, come on. In the comics right now, Daredevil made everyone forget who he was, and yeah. then they started remembering, like, oh, I died and came back, and that, like, reset me Resets, like resetting yeah. a computer. Yeah, yeah. Again, does that make sense? I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Uh, Aunt May actually ended up having quite a beefed-up role in this movie, too. We see her at Feast. Yeah, she's um well we sort of saw Feast in the second film like very briefly like they were doing that like yeah that's food right. drive or something at the start of the film but Did yeah. Did they call that Feast? I, I thought that was just I don't like, think uh, I think it was Red implied. Cross. I think it was implied to be right. feast, feast or something. But yeah, yeah. I've seen people argue about that and like come on, it's Ame, it's Feast, come on. Yeah, but uh yeah, Feast shows up and yeah, she's I I don't think she's running it, but I think she's like part of it working there, yeah. Yeah. It's it's nice to see Aunt May helping people just in like her regular everyday and seeing how that inspires Peter to want to help people and do good. And in fact, that ends up all coming together as it is Aunt May in this trilogy that actually says with great power comes great responsibility. It comes from her. I, Holy I, shit. I, I loved that change. And it makes sense. It's the multiverse. Of course, there's going to be multiverses out there where like aunt may is the one who says that and or then yeah. there's uncle ben who says that, and then there's probably ones where like i don't know green goblin says it or you know yeah, all those really. sorts of things absolutely uh Kali frederick helping us out odds on a spider-man daredevil la miniseries <laughs> i mean maybe would be pretty cool i mean look this kind of seems to be the thing moving forward now it's like hey we do team-ups mm-hmm if the next one is just Spider-Man and Daredevil and it's very street level, I think people would be super on board for that. That'd be pretty cool, yeah. It would be. So, yeah, that's cool. And also, too, yeah, with, with her death, which is, like, super unexpected when we stop and consider that basically everything about this movie got spoiled in the lead-up, mm-hmm. but that didn't. Yeah, well, I kind of had a a, a, uh, a feeling that she would uh, die just because, you know, Green Goblin's in the film he all his uh dialogue we saw in the trailers was about like mm. striking at the heart and everything true yeah captain kun back again daredevil can probably recognize peter's heartbeat oh i like that actually yeah. i never forget a heartbeat sounds like a spider's <laughs> sounds like a spider heartbeat also it's that perfect type of comic book superhero cheesiness too like it's like how did you know when everyone forgot your heart peter i listened to your heart well it'd be even funnier if they first if they uh confront each other and obviously because uh, of Daredevil, we can like sort of sense people's heartbeats and pulse. He, he just immediately knows it's Peter Parker, mm-hmm. like under the mask. He just immediately knows. <laughs> so yeah, that stuff is great and unexpected. Uh, I, I was really not expecting the main through line of this movie to be as strong as it is because I mean we were all worried going into this when we saw oh no they're doing the multiverse they're doing all these other Sony villains what what, what kind of meddling what kind of fuckery. Yeah are they going to be bringing to this but to my very pleasant surprise the through line of this movie and the themes stayed consistent and strong and that is that peter doesn't want to send these villains back to their worlds right away because hey surprise surprise sending them back would be a death sentence because the other spider-man kill people yeah it's their was well, as fate as uh dr strange says it's their, like cosmic fate for them to die at the hands of the of their respective peter parkers they have to do that because that informs the rest of their universe yeah either directly or indirectly and i like it's kind of like a wink and a nudge from disney marvel being like yes our spider-man does care the most our spider-man is a morally (laughs) upstanding humanitarian and that's why he's the best one right gang (laughs) 
and as a comic fan i'm like hard to hard to argue with you on that one <laughs> <laughs> well not, not only that you've got also like he's the most experienced he's seen like uh you know aliens and he's seen uh like what uh i guess killing villains does to people with like tony yeah. stark and all the uh, captain america and all that sort of thing so he's been informed he's been on a team been informed by what's happened in the universe around him absolutely Ooh, lots of people coming in to help us out now dr j i'm sensing a pattern here both spidey ps4 and no way home kill off aunt may and become successful products maybe comic peter should let her die <laughs> well there was a moment there where we thought she was because she had the cancer and then it just like went away yeah, yeah she had the plot convenient cancer and then just yeah. got better yeah i don't know hey you know maybe when they uh, name a new writer here they'll let her die yeah Peter, to get out of your coma, I had to sacrifice myself, <laughs> but I did it. Because I love you that much. Love you that much, kid. <laughs> uh, Jupiter85 helping us out, too. I know this is all Spider-Man spoiler cast, but uh, made an updated Batman jingle bells, jingle bells. Uh, Batman sales. Robin just turned by Batman books every year while Dio got away. Ha ha ha. <laughs> yep. That's a thing. Yeah, I've see, I've, man, I forgot Didio was gone, but then last week we all remembered Didio came back. <laughs> yeah, because Grant Morrison saved the world. <laughs> Apparently so. So, I mean, look, what, what are you thankful for this year? What was your gift? Uh, Grant Morrison helping us all out <laughs> and saving Superman. They, they saved Christmas. <laughs> Absolutely. How Morrison saved Christmas. <laughs> Uh, so yes, yeah, so the main through line here is that Peter, it, it's not about stopping one villain or even saving the world. It's about trying to help these villains with their many issues before they send them back. And I'm like, wow, this really is a 2021 mindset where you look at most of these Spider-Man movie villains and go, wow, they were all really mentally unwell, huh? And Spider-Man didn't really give a shit in those it, other movies. It's it's like that whole the whole Batman thing where he's like a billionaire practicing karate on mentally uh, ill people. Like, yeah. it's like that. And yeah, you, you look at them back at the, in the, the yellow films and it's like, yeah, all these people had like like they're all victims of like they were all sick like yeah. like like doc ock is a victim of his own technology and so mm -hmm. it's like like norman osborne but he they never once tried to like help help them and again it's like it's it's like peter parker aren't you supposed to be like a super smart humanitarian genius shouldn't that have been your first idea i should try and help these people because yeah. that feels like something comic spider-man would do and it's something <laughs> the tom holland spider-man does do yeah yeah and he has done in all his films he did it in, with the vulture he wanted to save him when at the end there when his, his suit was going to explode he still mm. wanted to stop him from getting away and just wanted to stop mysterio without killing him and yeah, all, all this great stuff that all these other Spider-Men didn't have. Didn't end up doing. Uh, Eric helping us out, too. Loved the movie, but felt weird about May. She doesn't get a lot of development, so it kind of felt like fridging the character. I, she gets more development in this movie than she does in any other one. She's the yeah. one who inspires Peter to do good no matter what in the suit and out of the suit, and she's the one who gives them with great power, comes great responsibility speech. Uh I, again, you know, I, I got to take my hat off to Defoe in this one because I think much like Garfield, Willem Defoe is like, nah, I can hang in this universe too. I can hang anywhere. My version of Green Goblin is universal. <laughs> yeah, we can be gods here. 
and he plays so many different versions of it too because at first they really you know uh, subvert your expectations where Osborne gets control of himself for a little bit and goes to feast for help and he's just like yeah he's just like a sick homeless person yeah he's like yeah like a homeless guy who has like dementia and he, he like can't remember what he's doing and he's getting frustrated with himself because of it and a- angry yeah. and upset about it and everything and yeah yeah he plays through that for like most of like the first part of the film when you see him yeah and aunt may says it so perfectly he's lost not just in a world but in yeah. his mind too and i'm like yeah. oh that hurts yeah and you're reminded like yeah the willem dafoe version was a little bit more sympathetic than the comic version <laughs> where like osborne's evil all the time but in the movie he like is more of a normal guy just maybe <laughs> a shitty dad and hey speaking of which that's a great like monologue from him too where it's like you know some someone else is living in my house my company doesn't exist here and my son dot 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 trails off and i'm like oh that sounds like that's gonna be important later <laughs> yeah my, oh, my 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 son turned out to be a fucking sex weirdo <laughs> yo yeah i guess that's why we didn't get him back huh <laughs> Yeah, oh no, yeah, don't look at his phone, don't look at who he's been texting Peter, don't look! (laughs) Man, now that's a twist, that it's his son Harry Osborn is just the fucking actor! (laughs) In real life, oh my god, that's what they need to do. Because yeah, it's like, we brought back all the villains, well, except for uh, Neo Goblin, and except for Venom. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, Venom's technically in the film, he was just busy getting uh, hammered in, in mexico to even bothered coming into the fucking plot that was an a carter uh willem dafoe understood the assignment and stole every scene he really did to where it's almost like you know fuck i'd happily watch a whole other movie where he was just the green he, goblin again he was really fantastic he was so good the- the costume also never looked better than it ever mm-hmm. has before because it's just the green goblin suit but with fabric on it and yeah a he, hood. He, he got like the, the, the uh, like a purple hoodie and like a like a green like jacket thing as well yeah it looked fantastic looked excellent looked comic accurate and the best part is they don't put a mask on him here ah willem dafoe's face is horrifying i'm so so happy they did that they got rid of the uh the helmets like immediately right away and which is perfect because yeah you've got you've basically got like scary monster man who can do the monster faces himself (laughs) absolutely he never needed a mask he's just that good a face actor yeah uh, Eric helping us out again. It broke my heart remembering all that Peter, who is still a child, gave up his emotional support system to basically save everyone. Yeah, tell me about it. It's, it's a very strong ending, but also a very Spider-Man choice. Absolutely something Spider-Man would do. Great power comes great responsibility. I am responsible to the rest of the world. I have to save them. And this is also my own fault, too. Mm-hmm which is a whole thing in and of itself. But yeah, it's great to see, you know, all the different villains that show up and how not all of them want to fight him right away. Sandman is from the end of the movie who is still technically on Spider-Man's side. Yeah, he's still, he's kind of like a good guy. He knows uh, who Peter is. I don't know how he knows who Peter is. He only saw him unmasked, but he doesn't know that 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 guy was Peter Parker. Yeah, variant. (laughs) <laughs> variant sandman it's not I mean, really the one i mean i guess you could say that like he he read like the daily bugle and peter's True, photos yeah. were in that and yeah I, I guess you could I, say that i mean technically he should know who osborne or Ock are either because he never met them directly but yeah he read about them in the paper so there you go yeah he he um yeah he's like a good guy and he doesn't he doesn't i like that he doesn't want anything to do with like multiversal no destruction he just wants to go home to his daughter penny 
just wants to get back to his daughter, which is basically pretty much all Sandman's motivation was in that other movie, so it works here as well. Yep, yep. For a second there, I wondered, I'm like, are they going to get Rice Effins back here? Is he going to do any dialogue, or are they just going to have the lizard here? But now he talks a little, and we see they, him at one point. They, they all, well, we see both uh, him and Thomas Hayden Church, but it's uh, reused footage from the films say, that looks, they just like looks... CG'd onto the sets. <laughs> That's fine. I get it. They can't have everyone here. In fact, uh, they didn't have a lot of recognizable music on the soundtrack. In fact, they didn't have any because I have to imagine they had to pay all these guys a fucking arm and a leg. <laughs> well, it just mean, uh, mean uh, Michael Giacchino could go ham with like his score. And they do. And they reuse a bunch of scores from the other Spider-Man <laughs> movies, and that feels nice, too. Yeah. It's a nice little callback there. Uh, Kali Frederick Halpin has said, giving May Ben's line makes me wonder on the longer version of the line Peter told Tony in Civil War. Also loved Electro and Sandman plus Crazy Lizard. Uh, yeah, I mean, Electro gets the biggest upgrade of all of them because he just gets to be Jamie Foxx. <laughs> yeah, as he says, the, the, the electricity in this universe is better and <laughs> because it, fi it fixes him. It makes him not blue and not look like a, a fucking like a character of a nerd. Yeah, it doesn't make you a nerd, apparently. He's sucking up that good chatty electricity, apparently. <laughs> I don't want to go back. And I'm like, dude, if I was you, I wouldn't want to fucking go back either. You're goddamn Jamie Foxx in this world. <laughs> also, great use of the arc reactor, too. I'm like, yeah, infinite power. If you're an electricity-based supervillain, that'd be fucking great for you. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Captain Kuhn, to be fair, Toby Spider-Man didn't do anything science. We're just mostly told he's smart. He's interested in science. He's yeah. really interested. That's, that's like when you see them at the end of the film when they're working together, that's like the most interesting thing because it's like, yeah, he. that's right. He was like going to like college for like science, but you never actually saw him like do any do science, any. which I think was all cut from the film because originally they were going to so make too. him have like the actual web shooters, not organic right. web shooters. They actually filmed stuff with web shooters and he built them and everything. So it sort of went into that way. I guess they had to cut all the science stuff. I mean, such was the era at the time. They cut Daredevil doing freaking lawyer stuff from the goddamn Affleck movie. So what yeah. does that tell you? Yeah. <laughs> And of course, they turn the whole organic web thing into a joke. Like, wait, you can you, you can do that? We can't do that. <laughs> do, does it only come out your wrist, or does it come out other places? <laughs> Which naturally, they had to make the same joke the internet's been making for like almost twenty exactly. years. I, I dig it. Exactly. Though, again, one thing they kind of get wrong about the Garfield movies, like I make mine. Like, no, you didn't. You stole yours. Yeah, you stole your uh, webbing because Oscorp yeah. was making webbing cartridges. Something. Already. Your your series makes no sense, but far, <laughs> fair enough, whatever. <laughs> That's my whole thing with all these multiversal Spider-Mans, whatever. That's another good thing about it, too. I, I really thought, like, oh, no, are we going to have to be dealing with them throughout the whole movie? Or is, you know, Tom Holland going to have to share screen time with all these guys? Uh, no, actually, they did the best thing ever, and they only come in in the final act. And they come in at the perfect time as well, because it's like that that second act slump where like uh aunt may has been killed peter is like all alone we get that really great shot where he's in front of the big uh, daily bugle billboard thing uh and then yeah uh, obviously uh ned and mj who we know is actually a watson is is an mj yes. watson um yes uh i like trying to figure out where peter is and they bring through the spider-man who have actually been in this universe this whole time because they came through Just with the villains Again, how very Spider-Verse. Which, Spider which as well, if I'm going back to like the comic, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, comparisons, 
that's like your tie-ins oh yeah absolutely there's that's, a whole there's your two tie-ins side issue your amazing spider-man tie-in and your spider-man tie-in you got oh man you're so fucking right about that it's always like hey we've already been here you don't have to get us up to speed we already know yeah 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 because uh as we find out from both of them they've been trying to find peter and or find like his friends because they've seen him on the news and everything mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that's that's definitely good they get some great moments there i think garfield gets some better moments than mcguire with the, okay look i'm on the wall does that mean anything <laughs> i'm spider-man yeah he, he he as soon as he came into the movie he just stole the show yeah can i uh get, get, can you get the cobweb up in the corner then oh yeah sure <laughs> that was funny again garfield just fucking you know auditioning for the rest of the mcu look <laughs> i can hang i can i'm good look how good i am look what happens when i'm written correctly yeah, I can have fun. I can I can do fun shit. It's all good. Uh, but yeah, so so again, you know, talked about the theme and how strong it was and how it really saves the movie and does you know what I was hoping it would. Uh, it, it's the battle between uh, Peter's whole you know friendly neighborhood ideals of I can save these people, I can fix them, versus Doctor Strange, who is almost a minor antagonist in the movie because mm-hmm. he thinks that doesn't matter in the greater cosmic multiversal uh, you know. Uh, stakes of it all which makes sense for a character like him yeah it may, he's thinking about the big picture and they don't factor into the big picture at all because they're a minuscule detail in the grand scheme of the multiverse so he doesn't really care about them it's a great way to have heroes fight but have it not be stupid mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i really like that i feel like uh a lot of stories even comic stories don't get that where it's okay for heroes to fight and disagree but you need a good reason and uh, as well i like how like because when we saw when they were first going to fight when you saw it in the trailer i got kind of confused because i'm like okay this is this fucking doctor strange against fucking spider-man doctor strange is going to wipe the floor with him but i like that's that peter like uh we see certain things like when he's uh pushed out of his body through the astral Mm. projection like his body still has like the the spider senses and can react without his mind there nice touch which i thought was cool and he is able to beat him in the mirror dimension because he used math yes because he figured out because he figured it out that it was basically all just shapes and geometry (laughs) i thought that was pretty cool showing off how smart spider-man is i appreciate that cowboy again helping us out is hawkeye barton swong song the pathos is good yeah probably i don't know if they're gonna kill him at the end of the show which airs this week no i don't think they'll kill him but uh he'll probably just pass the baton on to kate yeah we're not gonna see him for i need to be with my family family yeah my family who is very understanding about everything <laughs> i keep waiting for that to be a problem in the show like if, you, if you're not home for christmas i'm gonna divorce you clint oh i guess they're not doing that she's just yeah. cool with it all again right, right they're, they're going against type because that's always how yeah. it happens in these shows i mean i guess you did marry like a black ops shield assassin so you had to know what you were fucking getting into so yeah. i guess that makes sense yeah 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 he didn't keep anything secret from any of them so all right <laughs> i mean i guess that's fair i guess that tracks uh what else was in here oh uh freaking happy's apartment that they all have to move into <laughs> and that is like their base of operations for the movie i thought that was great that was cool so yeah half completed like condo apartment that he has mm-hmm. and he's got like he's got he's got tony's like robot guy that yeah, we've seen. I, i'm glad they survived as i'm yeah. sure everyone are because they're a fun uh character and his ewing jerseys yeah yeah and uh he's also hiding some uh stark tech there which is why the yeah. government are, uh, which is why the government are after him because he's uh hiding like a crate which is the thing we saw in the back of the far from home jet mm. where it can like fabricate like iron man armors and shit like that 
which is a great plot device when you yes. need it. Hey, I need to cure these villains. I need one machine that does everything. Awesome, I have one. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, that, that part was actually quite cool where, like, he's, he's coming up with all these different uh, cures and stuff for uh, the heroes, and he's working with Norman there, and, and he cures... Uh, doc ock and then doc ock helps them and stuff and there's that great that great part where his spider sense goes off and yeah and you don't know what it he doesn't know what it what it's from whether it's like, like any of the any wrong. of the villains whether what fucking jameson is doing downstairs where the, the lizard is and like he doesn't know what the hell's going on but then yeah he figures it out that it's it's goblin it's a really well done siege because we've never seen spider sense shown like that before. Mm. It's like, I know something is wrong. I just don't know where yeah, I can't hone into it. Cause there's so many different factors that could be it. And goblin going bad is like sad in this too, because we see him working very closely with <laughs> Peter and they actually seem to be hitting it off. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of like in, in, in the Rami films where like Osborne very. saw Peter more as his son than he did Harry. Yeah, he saw a lot of himself in the kid, and he's like, you know, hey, if you ever need a job in another universe. Yeah, and don't mind a commute. <laughs> yeah, really. And of course, they work in the, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. I'm like, oh, good, the memes <laughs> made it. The memes made it, everybody. <laughs> All the other lines of dialogue he could put in, but they got the meme. Hell, uh, even Aunt May helping him is kind of sweet, too, because here's a guy who attacked the Aunt May in his universe, and here this Aunt May is actually helping him get off the streets. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. I thought was a very nice touch and again them honoring the other films in ways i really wasn't expecting them to yeah 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 uh what else is there what haven't we covered yet uh, uh that fantastic after that whole uh spider sense thing we get that fucking amazing like oh, spider-man yeah. green goblin fight where he's just like suplexing him through fucking floors of this apartment building <laughs> which feels like really gritty and like really rough and then i'm as i found out later oh apparently willem dafoe only came back to this movie if yeah. he was willing to do his own stunts yeah so he did all that he was throwing fucking tom holland through walls and shit <laughs> suplexing him through four floors oh fuck that's so good that is really good and you're reminded like oh yeah i guess he hasn't like fought just like a super strength villain in his own thing because like vulture was just a dude in a suit mysterio had illusions but here's like a super strong guy not not only that but like it also like shows you that like the uh the goblin like he it isn't just the suit and the glider like like the serum he took is basically a super soldier serum yeah and and we never really got to see that in the Rami films where he was like no, super no. strong. Like we got to see him fight Spider-Man, but yeah, not do not do anything like this. Yeah, he was suited up the whole time. And again, goddamn Defoe is just so good. Like again, the movie doesn't have one singular villain; it has several different threats. But if he does not just own the screen every time he's on there, and it, it's so great because that's the part as well where our Aunt May dies when she gets hit by mm. the glider. Um, but I like after that how he pulls the the, uh, the pumpkin bomb out and just the face he gives when he like throws it over it oh, yeah. towards Aunt May. Just this, this gleeful like smile he has is fantastic. Chewing every piece of the scenery and also really justifying bringing him back is the mm -hmm. other thing. Oh, he's he's working for that paycheck he is that fight is great and the fight at the end of the movie because you know we need one last fist fight and it's cool too because it's like after all the you know swinging action and doing this and that in mirror world that the final battle is just tom holland punching the shit out of green goblin yeah again again to bring back uh comparisons to the spider-man playstation game it's very much like that mm. when you fight doc ock in oh, that where it, yes. just, it ends with you just you beating the shit out of him in like an apartment building 
Yeah, it's it's really well done. And apparently, from what I understand, Tom Holland actually got to play some of the new Spider-Man game while on set making this movie. Oh, nice. A l- l- lucky bastard, right? I know in so many <laughs> ways. He 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 dates Zendaya and he gets to play the next Spider-Man game. What a <laughs> what, what, what a fucking lad, right? What a what a lad of a guy. And he's like, oh, we got to get some of these fight scenes, you know, some of these takedowns in the movie. And Webb was like, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, well, yeah, sure, whatever. We'll, we'll do that because yeah when he's like you know web knee web knee like overhead and i'm like oh yeah that feels like a takedown from the freaking well Spider-Man i think game. the one he did where when he was in the apartment building where he like he like catapulted him through like the the mm, floors yeah. is, is one you can do in the game freaking hur- doing hurricane ranas and everything <laughs> else yeah that's that, that's really good and again, you know, Norman, as he always is, like, ah, if you kill me, you'll be just like me. Ha ha ha, that's the kind of villain I am. <laughs> In many ways, he's the ultimate spoiler, because it's the other villains who want stuff. Sandman wants to go home. Electro doesn't want to go home because he wants to stay, you know, a handsome Jamie Foxx forever. Uh, Otto has actually been redeemed, which is a beautiful mm-hmm. touch that he actually comes back to save them. Yeah, yeah, he... um he comes back and yeah he just it's not really clear what he wants i guess he just wants to live and like he's gotten that new lease on life now that he's free from his tentacles so he could probably do some good with them in his world and then lizard wants to turn people into lizards because that's all lizard wants to do which i I like that they own that as well that's all he wants to do (laughs) (laughs) he's not a well-written character but he owns it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> keeps the one thing he has yeah Ock being redeemed is great too because i think that is the ultimate payoff from the with great power comes great responsibility he taught it to someone else mm-hmm. and then they came back and became a superior Ock, if you will yes yes also nice visual touch to his tentacles they used to have little red lights now they have white lights yeah because he, he's pure of heart now he's a pure <laughs> he's white good. light he's good also they had a great explanation too for like why his tentacles looked all upgraded because he literally stole the uh nano machines from the iron spider suit and kept them for a lot of the movie and that was a great way to get as well to to uh, like imprison him as well because obviously because yeah. it's part of the spider-man suit peter was able to like pair with it like a bluetooth device and take control of the arms again I fucking love that, that it's Bluetooth technology that allows him to do it. I'm like, yeah, of course Octopus doesn't know about this. They didn't have Bluetooth back in that movie. He's like, what fucking technology? What? <laughs> like, they could have kept making those jokes to, like, cell phones and TikToks and, like, shit they didn't have. Yeah, like, what the fuck is all this shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ah, I'm confused. <laughs> this world is scary. I don't like it. Uh, also, too, you know, Peter gets another alternate suit because they throw paint on him, like one of those people who wear fur at Fashion Week, so he has to turn it inside out. Yeah, and he gets, like, the cool uh, Doctor Strange gauntlet, which he can use to, like, yes. shoot the villains, and it'll imprison them back at the Sanctum. That felt wonderfully video game, too. Now, Peter, you only have so many magic shots, so be yep. sure to only shoot it when your enemy is stunned. Yep. Yeah, d- don't shoot trees. That's great. Now, is this is this a villainous tree? Is this tree a scientist <laughs> that turned himself into one? <laughs> As most of them are. Oh, yeah. Also, Ned is magic now, he's discovered, that he has yeah. latent magic abilities. I, I like that. I like that. He, he, he was talking about how, like, his nana, like, used to say that they had magic and everything and he can do it. And I like that. They, they It's also built in that he could do it because all the because all the, we've learned through the Ma- Doctor Strange films is that the magic is just based on belief. 
Yeah. And mad and of course Ned would fucking believe in it's fucking Ned Leeds, of course he'd believe in magic. They're only just, the Doctor Strange had trouble with it because he was That's a man true. of science and everything and didn't believe had in to any wrap his mind around any, it, yeah. Any of that sort of stuff. But Ned would of course believe it. And they turn into a great uh, joke too. Sometimes my fingertips tingle. It's like, yeah, I'd get that looked at. <laughs> <laughs> As a doctor, I'd get that like it's also a great way to to write that third act moment when the other Spider Men show up and also to have them there at the final fight where it's like, Yeah, just give him some portal powers. Yep. And if it bugs you, don't worry, because he doesn't remember anything by the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't keep those powers or the sling ring or anything. No. It's totally it's totally fine. Also, again, the little bit we hear about Harry Osborn, like, yes, he was my best friend, but he turned against me. Ah, yes, I also had a best friend, even though I knew him for, like, what, a couple days after he came back from being a kid. God, those Garfield movies have a lot of problems. <laughs> and Ned being like, don't worry, I would never, even though I have powers, turn against you. <laughs> I promise. I'll only do it if someone brainwashes me into thinking I've done it. <laughs> exactly, and dresses me up as a hobgoblin. But what are the odds of that happening, really? <laughs> well infinite universe is infinite possibility <laughs> but yeah they they all have a great thing I, it's funny that the cast is so big because you have all these like multiversal characters but also the cast is wonderfully small because it's just mj ned peter and also aunt may mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which i think is so cool and also you know you know backbone of some of the perfect spider-man stories where it's like yeah you don't need that many characters to tell it no yeah we we get we don't really get anything from his school we see like uh some of the teachers and stuff hannibal burris oh, is yes. fucking conspiracy theorist who thinks of that fucking peter actually killed mysterio i, I love that <laughs> i, I love, love that, that too now is that the real hannibal burris or is that the guy he paid <laughs> to go and pretend to be him? <laughs> yeah yeah that's not a conspiracy that actually happened <laughs> Uh, Eric helping us out in the chat. I love each movie needs a scene with Tom in his underwear just to show how much of a twonk Tom is. Yeah, yeah. That 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 line is beautifully delivered too. It's him and MJ in his room after just showing up. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing when Happy and all of them walking on him. <laughs> As they themselves are breaking up, which is also kind of, you know, picking up on a storyline from the last movie. Yep. yep that happy was almost his uncle and yeah there was a moment there too where it's like oh so aunt may is dead does that mean happy john favreau becomes peter's guardian that's an interesting bit of meta commentary the man who birthed iron man and the mcu is now <laughs> spider-man's actual guardian well doesn't he doesn't happen. remember who peter parker is he doesn't happen yeah he doesn't remember hey uh did you hear too it just hit the internet apparently there was supposed to be a scene with uh morgan stark that they mm -hmm. actually filmed but didn't make the movie yeah i'm hoping we get a deleted scene for that same i wonder what that would have been as ah, she was probably hanging out at happy's because you know happy basically adopted her too yeah yeah to be her uh father figure it's like geez how many father figures uh can <laughs> happy be everyone apparently <laughs> everyone just come on down and live at happy's yeah then, yeah he's never there he's busy out in you know california dealing with the mandalorian you know yeah <laughs> yeah true enough <laughs> because happy also works in the film industry as well <laughs> Man, what a great fucking role for him, right? Like, director turned actor who gets to keep coming back, and he's always everyone's favorite when they see him. Hey, it's John Favreau. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Makes a, makes a great grilled cheese. <laughs> Just in there having so much fun. 
Uh, what else is there? Uh, sh sh should we? Uh, well, I guess we can talk about it now. So yeah, the big takeaway from this movie is that they hit the cosmic reset at the end of it no one remembers who peter is anymore he tries to reintroduce himself to his friends but it looks like he kind of embraces the fresh start yeah he sees uh after stranger's spell works and everyone forgets that spider-man is peter parker um he tries to go and meet with ned and, and mj in the in the caf cafe donut shop place and yeah he sees that they actually got into mit and and they're living pretty good lives so he doesn't they want to don't remember each other either no 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 ned and ned and uh uh mj remember each other but they're not well, like they're not friends they're not though, friends friends was, yeah they're not friends friends because peter was the thing that tied them together yeah. which is sad in its own way too like oh they actually lost that friendship too because peter was the bridge between them all mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because they seemed like genuinely lonely people on their own. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, he decides not to, and just just let let them let them be. Yeah, end this chapter of his life. You know, he's he's learned a very harsh lesson that when you are Spider Man, the people around you will always suffer for one reason or another. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming when we get into another trilogy or when spider-man you know shows up in other movies that's probably going to be you know his story you know having to open himself up again yeah and i'm and again new cast of characters will probably get like felicia um mm, yeah. probably harry osborne in some way yeah now that we know we essentially know he exists in this world in one way or another why i don't know if we do because uh, again like uh, norman makes it clear that oscorp does not exist in this universe mm. still not to say his son doesn't exist in his oh yeah i mean son. i mean yeah that the Oz osborns could it's just the company doesn't exist so no one knows who they are so yeah again i mean you could make it you could on it so that harry is the one who sets up the company yeah that could be the yeah maybe he's like some fucking nft bro and everything yeah. like i've made so much money from the time i was 16 you know the osborne name is going to be known throughout the land <laughs> i bought so many monkey nfts <laughs> oh god yeah the, yeah there that, that's a good thing for harry he's not a drug addict anymore he's just an nft bro <laughs> the thing. uh it'd be interesting too maybe his relationship with flash will change now mm -hmm. because he knew he was spider-man and started like kissing his ass super hard now he doesn't know anymore wouldn't it be fun if they got to meet again and maybe like they actually become friends like they did in the comics like proper friends yeah that'd be pretty yeah. cool like he gets to know the real him and everything and we know he has rich parents so that would be interesting mm -hmm. yeah and that his parents are kind of shitty yeah i think that would be an interesting way to keep at least that character and also maybe if we do some symbiote stuff in the future maybe we should keep him around just yeah. in case yeah just, just just have him off to the side maybe have him go to war and lose his legs or something i don't know just a little <laughs> bit yeah gr grow up a bit you know the way that only losing your legs can make you grow up a bit <laughs> Because cause I feel like that is a thing from the real comics. They didn't become friends until college, and that was, like, after Flash had, like, amnesia because it's comic books and everyone gets fucking amnesia. <laughs> and there was, like, an era where, like, Flash was his best friend. Yeah, yeah. He even went blonde in this, like he yeah. uh, does in the comics, which yeah. I thought was a nice touch. Yeah, and I also, like, I like the through line as well from all flash's story because like as we find out through the, the first two films like his parents are like neglectful they don't pick mm. him up from the airport like they don't care yep. about it so i like to think that that's like him acting out i'm gonna dye Very my hair blonde so, yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna die that'll teach him that'll teach everybody <laughs> i have my new yeah. book flashpoint it's bestseller <laughs> that's fucking hilarious he called it flashpoint you think that's a little dig at dc like hey we got our flashpoint out before you lose yeah we got our movie flashpoint out before you <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, come on, don't kick them while they're down now, guys. Come on, great, great power. <laughs> yeah, I like that pitch that we could see Felicia Hardy in the next one. That would be a good idea. There's like a lot of other like characters we could maybe get like Kenny Kong or maybe like uh, mm -hmm. uh, Blue Jay. Who's who, who's the girl who died? And like she still hangs. Everyone thought she might have been Kindred for a second. Oh yeah. Uh... Oh, I, I know who you're talking about. I, I just can't. Yeah, she had she had that fucking support group. Yes, that's right. Hey, yeah. well, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Carly, Carly Cooper. Yes, yes, that's the one. Yeah, we could get Carly Cooper in there. Maybe you know, do do more dance slot stuff because that seems to be all the shit alpha. that people are Alpha. Let's get Alpha in. Oh yeah, that's what he. Only if he's the villain. <laughs> Only if the villain. Captain Coon, one of the best moments was when Ned dumps on Flash with one sentence. <laughs> uh, it's good. Oh yeah, there's a there's a lot of great Ned quotes in this one. Mm. Just a just a one liner machine there. Him screwing around with the freaking uh, crossbow <laughs> in in freaking Doctor Strange's basement, which I love. It's just like any basement in any other brownstone. Yeah, you got the, the washing machines and stuff. It's just that over there is like you know a, a, a secret ritual place where they filmed an episode of The Equalizer in the eighties. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. <laughs> which probably would have been around the same time they made that terrible Doctor Strange movie. <laughs> that made for tv movie i'm like that's pretty fucking good i like that <laughs> uh i guess we can talk about uh post credits now because there was two of them and they were both pretty big well before that we should talk about like the movie ends with obviously peter oh, yes, uh yes. living on his own he because peter does not exist he has to do the ged uh yeah. and like get all that sort of stuff and i guess he's going to like empire university because he's still in uh, uh new york he's, he didn't move to yes. boston or anything yes which they joked about which i thought was funny yeah, um, um but he gets do, do they have crime in boston yeah they got wicked crime <laughs> yeah in boston. wicked crime yeah yeah all the mark mark Wahlberg's doing all the you know racial violence over there you know <laughs> oh yeah oh, all the ben affleck's that's a wicked pizza <laughs> everyone's an affleck over there <laughs> um but yeah he we find out that he's uh, he's made his own suit using the sewing machine that aunt may had um Aww. to fix his suits uh before and uh it's it's literally like the classic spider-man yes. it's like the bright reds and and uh blues of like the ditko lee the era brightest red and blue that money can buy and i'm like oh that's nice we only see it for a second but it's cool yeah it's pretty cool and yeah like you said this this was kind of like an origin over three movies where it's like okay now he is done his high school it, years now it, he is spider-man as he is often shown it is what dc tried to do with superman across the snyder films except here yeah. it actually made sense and had a through line and was consistent and again by like removing all that bag baggage it's like oh my god you could go anywhere now with spider-man yep. anywhere you could do any era you could do any story now you're completely free <laughs> open now it's again from a writing standpoint especially knowing that there was probably so much meddling from sony and everything it's goddamn impressive yeah now as well spider-man is still part of the mcu the only thing is people don't remember peter parker yeah they, he's still very much in the mcu they've they've already talking about making spider-man four five and six and yeah. god knows what else oh yeah and whatever cameos he's going to have in all of these mm-hmm mm -hmm oh yeah he's definitely going to be part of like the the next avengers film get new like a young avengers or something be in there somewhere or something if kingpin's going to be in the echo show and mm -hmm. if echo is going to be a more crime-based type of show i would love for spider-man to show up for a minute mm -hmm. would that be cool yeah but yeah it's very interesting because yeah you could do anything you want now you could do 
what is it? Uh, Brand New Day. You could do mm-hmm. like anything from the last couple decades. Again, so I think someone joked Battle World. Yeah, you could literally throw him anywhere now and it would make perfect sense. Exactly, yeah. And it lets you bring in new characters and phase out old ones. And yeah, it's it's crazy uh, mm-hmm. how open everything feels now. Yeah, it's 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 really um exciting as well because you don't Very. know what's going to happen next. And it's rare you can say that after three movies, like oh wow, they're actually keeping this excited now, and now I want to know where the fuck not, they're going to go. Not with just this. three Spider-Man films, but what twenty-eight MCU films. Yeah, really. That this that right here, this is like already one of the boldest choices they've mm-hmm. already made. Like they had a winning formula, and what did they choose to do? Restart. Yeah, the the opposite of what I imagine Sony would have done. And it feels exactly like a comic too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Also, too, you know, maybe if you know, God forbid, Sony starts acting a fool again. I guess we'll find out when we see the returns on Morbius in January. <laughs> this is maybe their way of being like, okay, well, we closed the book on our Spider-Man, and if they end up doing some other shit that's bad, don't blame us. Yep. <laughs> I felt like that was a safe way to end it too, where it's like, all right, let's you know work this out the next time. <laughs> I, I have a feeling that after seeing like just just the opening weekend for this this film which did something like like quarter of a million uh, bill already like almost Broke 300 pandemic mil. records yeah. yeah which is more impressive now because it's fucking dangerous again and people yeah. still went out to see it yeah i i think i have a feeling that they'll uh they'll they'll leave him in the mcu and be like okay yeah you, you just can do all this stuff we'll i don't know do something with the other spider-man or something i i mean it seems like a easy slam dunk uh you'd be they'd it, be no crazy brainer. to like take him out although insane but in saying that amy pascal is insane and and they tried to do it once before yeah yeah so you know let's not say they won't do that shit again oh (laughs) uh great great line too as we talk about the greater pantheon of spider-mans i love electra said i always thought spider-man was black (laughs) that's fucking great and you know somewhere out there they're probably for it Yeah, hey, you know, somewhere out there, there's probably a black Spider-Man. I'm like, nice, nice. Miles. See, see, look, I, I thought they were going to go all the way. I really thought Miles was going to show up even for a mm-hmm. second. I'm glad he got a little mention. Yeah, yeah. I, and again, talking about, like, people Peter could hang out with, he could become friends with Miles. Miles That's could be true. Like, they could both be on, like, scholarships to, like, Empire University or something. We know he exists. Yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome? And again, as we've seen from the game, it's totally cool when they hang out. Yeah, yeah hey, maybe they go and volunteer at Feast because mm-hmm. Feast, you know, means something special to Peter. Yeah, that's what happened in the video game. Exactly. I mean, look, if we're just stealing fucking good ideas, let's just <laughs> steal a goddamn good idea. <laughs> Will Donald Glover be Miles in the MC? Well, he's already Prowler, isn't he? Yeah, he's uh, Aaron. Yeah, he's his uncle. But yeah. again, people are saying, you know, will they cast someone new? Well, they they didn't cast anyone for Miles to begin with. We True. we yeah. only we only know Miles exists because of what uh, Donald Glover said in Homecoming because he had a nephew that lived in the neighborhood. Right. Yes. Again, I'm sure many actors will want that role. Oh yeah. Because who would? Jaden Smith. Uh, Jaden Smith. Sure. <laughs> so, no, why you can't not? wear your white Batman costume here. <laughs> <laughs> but why? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess with that we can finally get to the uh, post credits, and there were two big ones. I laughed so fucking hard at this one. I was a goddamn mental patient for this one. I shit you not. So we finally see what Eddie Brock Venom has been up to after the post credit of the Venom movie where he apparently got snapped over into this universe. 
and knows who Peter is and is interested. Well, apparently he just drank at a fucking bar with Danny Rojas. Yeah, he just got like shit faced at a Mexican bar. And I, 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 again, I like it. Everyone was like, oh, where's the Sinister Six? It's like, technically they're here. One just didn't show up just because he was getting blitzed in a bar. <laughs> Which I'm like, yep, that tracks with the fucking Venom character, no well, doubt about well, that. No, that. That's like such a fucking Eddie Brock thing to do. Yeah, I'm a shithead, lol. <laughs> and then he gets, when the movie ends and they fix the universe, he gets blasted back, which means that Eddie Brock Venom was only in the MCU in post-credits for maybe five minutes. Yeah, he was only there to get a drink. <laughs> Just fucking mwah, beautiful. Just, oh, I, I couldn't have written it better myself to disdain the middle finger to get back to your own fucking universe. <laughs> well, not, and, and it's left on a tease where, like, part of the symbiote stayed yeah. behind. So, again, we, we were setting up for, like, the black suit saga. Which is the best thing they could do with it. And, again, hey, if they want to make that part of the next trilogy at some point, good on them. Yeah. And there's nothing to say that, like, um, in the MCU, we, we will get Eddie Brock and he could be played by yeah. by Tom Hardy. It'd just be, like, a variant, you know? Just a variant. Again, it's open now. We can do that. Yeah. We can do anything. In fact, I, I wonder if, you know, because they've had these villains, are they going to, like, push them like down the pipeline again it's like well let's maybe try someone different i i can't believe that this movie was almost a craven's last hunt movie i can't believe mm. we almost had craven but no sony wants well, to do a craven and, and as well as well i think we got a craven reference as well when like the world thing was like ripping open because we saw like beings in like the the big tears in reality that were like coming through one was definitely the rhino oh. you could see the horn and there was another one there was like some tall guy with like a spear and i'm thinking mm. oh is that craven quite possibly and there, there was some others i have to wait to like the the dvd release just to have a look uh, Same, i'm sure there was like some other ones there that were references to other spider-man villains yeah oh i'm sure there was uh getting more help in the chat there captain could my uncle was having a good laugh at lethal protector is a stupid it yeah i like <laughs> that too that they worked in lethal protector <laughs> well i think that's what they call him in venom 2 i think that's what what uh what uh venom wants to call himself he wants to call himself lethal protector and eddie hates reference. that name because it's like a stupid name it is very 90s there's no doubt about it <laughs> and a uh, cosmic reader phage said screw you to sony spider-man universe with the mid credits like you can keep your no see they didn't say screw you to the spider-man universe. they said screw you to the venom universe which <laughs> yeah. is what it is yeah we don't want this in our universe it's terrible Look, we Look, we are contractually obligated to have him in the movie. We had him in the movie. Post credits count. <laughs> we did the thing. He was you still on take... the same reel as everyone else. <laughs> yep, can't take your ball and go home. We did the thing. <laughs> Apparently, this franchise is popular. We'll see about Morbius. <laughs> Again, now people have less reason, I think, to see Morbius than ever. Where it's like, oh, okay, so nothing Sony does in theirs actually matters and will be a joke. Cool yeah and i but the thing with morbius is just confuses me is uh vultures in it and he knows who like oh, fucking yeah. morbius is and like how does that like work because i like originally i thought like because before i thought about that i thought oh is it just going to be like when the world's opened up like like uh vulture went Did over to theirs and, minute, yeah. and stuff like that like yeah and I then like oh yeah Keaton was in the trailer maybe, oh my god it's been so long maybe that's what the reshoots for morbius that they had recently uh, were, to like sort that out right variant time variant yeah, yeah whatever it's a version of the vulture but not the one we know yeah yeah that's the one that's that's how you get out of it now now and forever that's why loki is so goddamn important because every time we get into a problem variant yeah yeah yep it's always a variant damn variants at it again 
And the final uh, post-credit tease was literally just a full trailer for Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, it's the first time Marvel has done this since uh, Captain America when they teased the Avengers film. Pretty goddamn good trailer, too, that justifies its inclusion by being like, yeah, everything Doctor Strange did here with the multiverse and screwing around with it is going to have repercussions. Yeah, and again, it feeds into that whole thing where, like, magic has a price uh, Mm -hmm. sort of thing. And, yeah, we see uh him having i guess to deal with the outcomes of what he did and i guess someone someone higher up than him knew knows what he did or something yeah because uh, Bar- Bar- baron mordo's there and he's talking about how like the most dangerous thing to the multiverse is uh steven you... again again it's 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 trailer editing so you, i think you're meant to believe that it's that he's talking to dr strange but he's probably mm. talking to someone else someone else great and we get what I'm sure many people are like, hey, is that the evil Doctor Strange from What If? Maybe. I'm, I am I want to say it is. Cause, I mean, because why else wouldn't it be? Well, I want to say just because we see him coming down the stairs and there's a shot of his hands and he doesn't have the scars on his fingers. Mm, which right. that Doctor Strange wouldn't have because he didn't get in the car accident. That's true. That's right. And I mean, hey, people loved the evil Doctor Strange episode of What If? So why not start paying off a bunch of different stuffs from not just that show but from another show too because hey look scarlet witch is here too yeah and then she 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 thinks he's there for uh what happened in westview but he doesn't he's like no no i couldn't be there because of covid so we just got to deal (laughs) with this multiverse stuff (laughs) yeah you got white vision instead (laughs) (laughs) so yeah you uh you gotta help me fix this magical multiverse problem because you've awoken to your magical powers which is a cool idea and i love the idea of them teaming up and also america chavez is here too because we saw her jacket yeah and she can she's there because she can kick through multiverses i guess that's right i forget sometimes that's her power that's yeah one of her powers yeah i forget that's one of the things and the jacket looked good the jacket looks exactly like it does in the comics yeah. she looks a lot uh younger here than yeah, in well, the yeah. uh in the show in the comics well, you know, we got to cast younger for that inevitable Young Avengers champion That's show true. that we are no doubt building up to. That's true. But yeah, no, it, it looks great. Sam Raimi, definitely his style is coming through in that. I like, oh, yeah. like some of the setting stuff. There's like a very Silent Hill, like oh, city place that looks really cool. He's fighting um, Garganthus, the, the like oh, eye right. with the tentacle things that throws the bus at him not shimagorath which no. i'm sure everyone thought it was yeah everyone did think that i was shimagorath though i imagine they'll That's... probably be in the film somewhere as well because why the fuck not i mean come on there's only so yeah. many doctor strange villains people know mordo shimagorath exactly uh... i know clear is going to be in the film ah nice people are going to go nuts for that because yeah. again you know doctor strange is a bit of a ladies man <laughs> I'm so sad about, you know, uh, what is it, that car accident and everything, but, oh, you know, it's time to play the magical field a little bit. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, yeah, is, is that everything? Have we covered everything about this movie? <sighs> I think so. I mean, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I think I suffered a little bit, though, that I saw it later than everyone else when everyone's like, this is great, top three Spider-Man of all times. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, it's I, just i think i probably would have enjoyed it more if i saw it fresh i yeah i, I got to see it like i was one of the first people because my country was the first ones to have uh screenings mm. uh so yeah I, I got to see it quite quite early and uh yeah it, it's it, it was a blast 
if I, if I was to you know sum up my feelings in one word, it would be impressive. I am greatly <laughs> impressed by everything this movie does. Yeah, I as I said in my in my uh, my channel's review of it, like I was so worried that because of all the villains, all the all the mm. multiverse shit they were going to do. Oh god, this the is meddling. this is Spider Man three. This is Amazing Spider Man two all over again. Sony's all over this, but no, it all came together like perfectly. Yeah, the fact that they don't fuck it up and don't drop the ball when we've seen them drop the ball in all those other Spider-Man movies <laughs> is nothing short of a minor miracle. I, I get I put it all down to Kevin Feige. Yeah. And him like, just sure wrangling this... this whole thing. Oh, yeah, I can only imagine this movie must have been a goddamn nightmare to put together with all these different actors and all these different shoot times and COVID precautions and everything yeah, else. It's securing everyone to, like, come in, like like Toby and uh, Andrew and all that sort of stuff, securing all them to get into the set and not be outed, even though it got outed. <laughs> and to have, like, a through line that makes sense and mm -hmm. have it be thematic and have, like, the guts to end it the way they did. Yeah, the, the ending was the one thing that really surprised me. I definitely thought they were going to go for a more, uh, I guess, cookie-cutter ending. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, to do something that... Uh, uh, to, to use a word that seems to trigger people, uh, uh, you know, um, go against expectations, subvert Very the expectations. So. Oh, it, it's a massive subversion of expectations, mm -hmm. no doubt about it. And, again... I think the kind of brave creative move you can only make when you've dominated pop culture for the last two mm -hmm. decades. And it's like, we're going to do this now and you're going to trust us yeah. and you're going to see the next one. <laughs> and you're going to give us a billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we're, cause we're fucking Marvel and you're going to risk your life in a pandemic to go <laughs> see these. Cause we know it. <laughs> it's almost cruel at this point. Isn't it the power we have over you? <laughs> And but then you're watching the movie and it's like, damn, that was a good time. Damn, yeah. they made a third good superhero movie. Fuck me, yeah. right? They're, they're, they're warranted in their cockiness. Yeah, <laughs> they're almost warranted in their like again. Everyone's like, when when are they gonna drop the ball? When are they gonna fail? Oh, not with Spider Man. They're not. <laughs> they know how important Spider Man is. <laughs> they sure do. John Watts gets to be the first MCU to direct a complete trilogy. Yeah, that's also important too, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, like a traditional trilogy, I'd say that the Russo brothers did it through like the Captain America and the Avengers films as well. True. That was, you know, in in creation, if not name. This is an in-name trilogy. Yeah, and all of them have been uh, rated very highly with critics and audience goers. So, yeah, for people who had worries about him directing uh, Fantastic Four, I mean... Yeah yeah i think it's in good hands very much so i i think too another you know barometer of how we can tell that this movie was good and a success lots of different spider-man fans from all over the place enjoyed it and didn't complain about that's it that's the one thing i was so fucking shocked about <laughs> i was like okay when i when i saw the film i was like okay people are gonna like this but you know i could definitely see this group of people complaining that this didn't happen or this didn't happen enough or and, you know vice versa but no everyone's like no it's a fucking great film yeah i saw very few fanboy complaints mm -hmm. which is astounding because as we have said on this show many times you specifically matt and i say it all the time now no one hates spider-man more than spider-man oh boy oh do they ever and they were all very quiet and very happy and everyone felt served yeah and, like, uh, some people have argued, like, well, isn't this just fan service, the movie? It could have been. 
it very well could. There's a bad version of this movie that exists out there that's nothing but like the fan service moments for people to cheer. But it works because there is a story at the core of it, and Peter goes on a journey as and is in a different place than when he started. It uses it doesn't use the story to serve fan service. It uses fan service to serve the story. Yeah, and they didn't have to do it, but by God, they found out how to do it. Yeah, yeah as you said, it, this could have just been a Craven's Last Hunt film. Yeah, it could have been, but it wasn't. They did this probably to keep Sony happy and placate them. I have no idea what that's going to mean. If Sony's like, hey, we're resurrecting it now. We got Andrew Garfield back for some reason, and we're going to make our own side Spider-Man movies over here. I mean, I guess you could you could make it so that like the Amazing Spider-Man films are uh, in continuity with the Venom films. You just have the Venom films happening in like current times where those films happened bought back when like 2014 or something, whenever they came out. I, I guess you could do it just to get him back. And yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why you would want to. Again, money, the comics are money really... Money is why you would want to. Lots of money. I mean, Venom made a billion dollars. Shit, I mean, I guess they're giving Ben Riley a lot of time and focus over in the books right now, trying to reestablish him. Is that what they're going to do? They're just going to say, fuck it, Andrew Garfield's Ben Riley now. I'd be fine with that. I'd be fine with it, too. He, like, stays Honestly. in the universe. He's technically still Peter Parker, but he uses, like, the, the Ben Riley identity. Yeah, call me Ben Riley. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, Eric Santi, the title itself is a spoiler. Peter gave up his way home. No family, no friends. Yeah, true yeah. enough. Didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah, there was no way home for the villains, but in the end, for Spider-Man to win, he had to have no home to go home to. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. They think they about do, these. They think about these titles. They really do. <laughs> Again, if they do another trilogy, and I don't doubt they'll do another trilogy or at least, you know, have Spider-Man show up and other things, do you think they'll keep the home subtitle or do you think we'll call it something different? Probably something else, just because he's he's not at home anymore. He's... He's, he's on his own they'll probably call him but maybe go for a bit more traditional yeah uh, titling uh sequence mm-hmm. let there be carnage <laughs> <laughs> the clone no no conspiracy. no no if, if if these films were meant to do if these films ever got around to doing like venom and carnage they would they'll do like the proper things they'll call it like maximum carnage yeah, or like some you, you know something like that like an actual hey. story from the comics <laughs> We can have the maximum trilogy, maximum carnage, maximum cloning. <laughs> there, there's another maximum out there. I'm forgetting what they'll call it. That Max, we'll just call it maximum overdrive, and he fights overdrive. Hey. Ah, there you go, driving around in his big fucking wheel. <laughs> yeah, and it's Vin Diesel, you know. <laughs> Matt, Matt, you just made a two billion dollar franchise right there. Peter, family, cars, responsibility, Corona. <laughs> Oh, wait, we can't uh, use that. <laughs> oh, shit, no, sorry. It was Mexican beer. You know the one. <laughs> Spider-Man symbiote junkie apartment. Yeah, that's the name. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I don't, so, yeah. I don't think the next film's going to be the symbiote. They're going to build to that. No, of course, yeah. That's Someone else is thing, getting huh? the symbiote first. Uh, Scorpion will probably end hey, up with the symbiote first. I'm actually surprised. I uh, when we saw that guy who was driving truck there for J. Jonah Jameson, I'm like, let me guess, is his name Mac? Is he Mac Gargan? Well, we've seen Mac Gargan already in the film. He was in Homecoming, and he was he went That's to, right, went, went to prison with um, uh, Vulture, and he's trying to get Vulture to tell him who Spider-Man That's- was. That's right. I forgot because he's a fusion he's, of the second ultimate uh, scorpion by, and regular scorpion. Played by uh, Mark Michael Mando, who played uh, Vass in uh, Far Cry oh, Three. Oh shit. Oh shit, he's really good. Yeah. 
fuck yeah, I hope he becomes, uh, what is it? I hope he becomes Scorpion now. Have I ever told you, Spider-Man, the definition of insanity? <laughs> <laughs> it's getting a fucking scorpion tail crafted to your back. <laughs> and again, uh, as well, it's like this, this universe is, uh, Jameson is, like, I could totally see him funding oh, yeah. a, a fucking Spider Slayers. Like, like, oh, is, yeah. like, this is his paramilitary fucking organization that he sets up in fucking North Carolina or something. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, Smythe and the Spider Slayers. That's perfect. You know, you just have Alex Jones, Jameson. Yeah, I, I met this scientist on a podcast, right? He's out there in the middle of nowhere, says he can build killer robots for me. Oh, that'll be great. That, yeah, again, you introduce Smythe. Smythe is the guy that helps Jameson create the Scorpion because that's how Scorpion was created originally. Like, ah, oh, I'm going to create my own hero. Ah, now my hero's actually evil. Holy shit. Well, okay, we just need to build bigger, deadlier robots. <laughs> it's, all there. it's all there. It's all there. It really is. And, like, Smythe is the secret bad guy behind all of it. And maybe, like, by the third one, he ends up in the chair. Yeah. <laughs> I built a hover wheelchair. Some guy in Westchester wants to buy one too. <laughs> they just become wheelchair buddies. <laughs> uh, Tempo Dan, uh, plus or minus on null in the next phase. If they do null, it's going to be something for the Venom movies, and I cannot believe that that is going to be a series I that will maintain. Fucking hope they don't. I, I want him to see, see null. I could see, yeah, doing it because he is a Venom villain and everything one of the but, only other but, venom villains. but if they were allowed to do him in the mcu he'd have to be like an avengers threat yeah with like spider-man at the center well don't worry we'll put together the whole venom avengers team of morbius and craven and no, yeah, jackpot and, and, and uh yeah and and uh scream and and toxic and, and lasher because they they're beige. all hinted at at the fucking in the second second film and yeah rampage oh, are they actually? yeah yeah uh, fucking one of the cops starts but turning into like toxic or something i i don't oh, fucking I haven't, know i don't fucking i know. haven't i haven't seen the second one yet and after seeing this spider-man <laughs> i feel i really don't have to you, do, you don't you do, you really this, don't that's why it's the best post credit because this post credit's like don't worry bud you don't gotta see that other movie <laughs> you're good all you, yeah all you gotta do is see the post credits of that film and then Which the, the post credits of this film and say like, ah there, there there's venom's story <laughs> there you go his two arc story which is him failing which i'm just like yep that's the thing that's eddie brock <laughs> that's kevin feige being like no see we're being very honest to the films that you've set up that he's a loser who can't do anything right <laughs> and he couldn't even travel the multiverse right <laughs> couldn't even travel the multiverse. missed his chance sorry <laughs> <laughs> better luck next franchise we guess <laughs> maybe or whatever who knows <laughs> t t tell you what we'll make a better venom in this movie and then your venom can fight our venom and we'll make like two billion dollars what about that the the the, the venoms <laughs> yeah venoms like aliens <laughs> venom versus venom the final friday because <laughs> friday the 13th will also be in it yeah 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 not. jay this is this is you know they haven't made a fucking friday the 13th film in ages because of the rights and everything but he's, uh, he's gonna be in the new venom film <laughs> Man, that would be some hilarious big dickery going on with Kevin Feige being like, look, as we've seen anything that touches our films, even bad stuff like Venom becomes a billion dollar franchise. Hey, horror movie stuff that's like trapped in limbo. What if Spider-Man just fights Jason Voorhees in the next one? Will that will that make you they, get out of they, limbo? It they, will. They do that Avengers Murder Mansion from the recent Amazing oh. Spider-Man issues. <laughs> Yes, please. Where it's like it's like Iron Man, like uh, Jason Voorhees, and like a giant man, it. Freddy Krueger. 
Shang Chi, why is Michael Myers here? <laughs> what's that, that? That's a fight I'd watch him trying to fucking take down Michael Myers, and he can't. <laughs> Evil gets punched tonight. Uh. <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> Oh man. So I I guess at that point we don't really have much else to say. We we nah. enjoyed the movie. There was a lot to talk about. It looks like all of you in the comments section liked a lot of it too. We we could nitpick about stuff that doesn't quite line up from the other movies, but I'm very happy to let that stuff go as variant trouble. Yeah, multi there's stuff that comes inherently when you deal with multiverse stuff. And also because hey, that's not the problem with their movie. That's the problem with the other movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, don't blame us because their shit doesn't quite add up. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. Uh, really excited for Multiverse of Madness now because of the yeah. beefed up role that Doctor Strange got and the kick-ass trailer. Uh, yeah, it looks so damn good. That's coming in March, May, sometime like early next year sometime. And maybe just streaming if Omicron doesn't get under control. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't fucking know anymore. No, I, th I think we'll be all, all pretty good by then. Have a good handle on it all. But I, yeah, I fucking the, the, hope so. The next film is Demorbius in February. Oh yeah, oh Demorbius again. I, I wonder if this Venom reveal will affect Morbius, or if so many people are just so not giving a shit about Morbius. <laughs> I don't think. I they, really yeah, do. I don't think they really care. It's, it's fucking Morbius. I mean, like this. It, I was surprised at like some of the fight scenes I saw for it because it it looked kind of interesting. But then I'm re then I'm remembered. Oh yeah. It's it's morbius that's like as interesting as it's gonna get the, the people making morbius don't even seem to care about morbius <laughs> the freaking twitter page got what is it d blue checked mark because they didn't update in months oh really i didn't know yes that. oh you didn't hear that oh yeah that was big news a couple that's months fucking ago hilarious they, yeah they lost their blue check mark because uh they hadn't updated because they kept months. pushing back the film yeah <laughs> yep amazing and i'm like that's the movie in a nutshell right there oh that's fantastic Oh. it's kind of fantastic there's also something really funny about like a movie featuring like a character who gets bitten by a bat and gets like mm -hmm. horrible turned into some like horrible monster <laughs> yeah i know right that scene where it's like oh the bats are flying at me and drowning me in their blood i'm like oh yeah that's something that doesn't really fly no more <laughs> yeah even though you know bats aren't linked to coronavirus people still think that you know that sort of thing yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's a thing but yeah oh boy I, again no, no one wants that bad imagery <laughs> <laughs> tempo dan i have a morbius comic poster on my wall and have zero interest in seeing them well there you go see tempo dan speaking for everybody it, it, it could be it could be worse it could be a morbius movie poster uh, i love that perfectly even people who care about morbius don't care about the morbius movie <laughs> Also, too, you know, you got to get all that Jared Leto in time before we eventually see, you know, the surviving Jared Leto documentary series about his sex island that will be coming out in the next five to eight years. Oh, yeah, that's coming. Yeah, we got to got to get all that in now, folks. <laughs> <laughs> got to love it now. because You won't love it later. <laughs> It'll be remembered as a, that Marvel movie with the sex pest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and on that note everyone i think we will start winding this down but don't worry matt and i are going to keep uh, the fun stuff coming throughout the holiday season in fact we're going to be recording our christmas special 
tomorrow night because it's one of the only nights we can do are we gonna go live with that are we gonna pre-record that matt i was thinking about going live just because of like the idea i have like kind of works better like if i'm sure if you're coming in blind and i'm showing you these things like live to to get your live reaction we'll we'll figure it out but yeah live would probably be better all right so we'll be back again tomorrow night everyone to go do that so if you missed uh, this episode don't worry we'll have another one i'm probably gonna try and put that one up christmas day so i have something to you know be up and so i don't have to work that hard also capes and crooks our special christmas annual episode is going to hopefully be wednesday night so keep your eyes peeled for that it's also going to be a charity stream for the one parent uh, organization here in ontario so any money we get from that we're going to be giving to a good cause nice nice so we're really excited for that. Hope to see you there. Hope to raise some money uh, for that. I, I, I put out like a very like, you know, modest goal. Like, let's, let's raise 500 bucks, right? I think we can do that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I wanted to do a Christmas stream charity every year. And then I end up not doing it because it gets to be the week before. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm not nearly it's far too along. Busy. Yeah, it's yeah. too busy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, why did I wait? Oh, God, what is wrong <laughs> with me? <laughs> And I was getting into that right now because I'm like, oh, God, I've got to make plans to see Spider-Man. Oh, God, i got to do three more shows. Oh, God, i got to do regular videos. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah, yeah. At least comics are starting to wind down, at least. <laughs> Thank God. Also, too, for New Year, I want to do my top ten best of. It might be a little after New Year because that shit always takes forever. It always takes longer than you think to finish top ten. It really does. That's why I'm not deciding. I haven't decided to do one this way. I might do, like, Twitter posts or something about it. Yeah. And because I'm like a dumb motherfucker, I'm like, ooh, I need cutaway jokes. I need myself wearing a suit. Isn't that fun? (laughs) (laughs) I'm one of those guys. Also, I heard people say they wanted a follow-up on, uh, what is it, uh, My Mom Reacts to Every Member of the Avengers. I think when we stopped, we were up to the Hickman years, and I better finish that before eventually Aaron adds more members to the team. (laughs) Yeah, and he's going to do that very soon. I know, so I better get on that ASAP. So I might do that with her at New Year's time when comics kind of wind down and when I know she'll be around. So get ready for that, everyone. (laughs) Nice. All right, so thank you so much for watching and listening, everyone. And we'll be back again tomorrow for a change. Yeah, same time. (laughs) Same bad time, same bad channel. Bye-bye, everyone. Yeah.